episode six. Here we are. Welcome back to the Operation Yellow Tape podcast. Man, you know, I'm not sure if you're going to hear this one after the new year, but I can tell you Christmas has come and gone, and it's been it's been a lot. So this episode uh, may jump all over the place. It is what it is, um, but I'm going to hopefully keep us on track. I'm hoping to get this out before the first of the year so we can go into the new year with a little bit of message under our belt. I want to continue to thank everybody for the downloads, for the messages, for the DMs, for the uh, sharing your story, uh, giving me suggestions. Um, You've recommended guests to me already. I want to say thank you for that. It uh, Nothing goes unread. Uh, it takes sometimes hours, but I make sure on the weekends I sit down and I do it. Whoa, folks, this episode, I'm going to talk about a thing I like to refer to as why we don't ever call resources. How simple can you make that, right? Why we don't call resources outside the yellow tape. But we'll sit there and we'll call for whatever's needed while we're at work. I also want to take a little bit of a dive into how I've been feeling over the last couple of weeks. I told myself that starting this podcast needed to be transparent, needed to be real, needed to be raw. I couldn't just come on here with a loud voice and bang the table and and act like everything is always fine when it's not. And I'm going to share with you some of the the feelings I've been having um, as we approached Christmas. It was not an easy Christmas for me, I can tell you. I just think sometimes from the outside looking in, everything looks perfect with people. One of the reasons behind this podcast is why it's so important to me and why am I speaking and presenting to emergency services and businesses and now emergency communication centers is so important to me because that's part of the stigma. Hiding behind that smile and that perfect picture and those quick 33 seconds that you give somebody on Instagram most people think that's your life. Well, it's not. And we have to break through the stigma and break through some of the stereotypes. I do hope that everyone had a Merry Christmas, if that's what you celebrate. And if you don't, I hope you had a wonderful time of what you do celebrate. I celebrate Christmas, and we had a good one. However, leading up to it, I wasn't feeling very well, I will say. And I kind of want to start the podcast off with some of that because I've had a lot of messages lately around some of these things. Now, I've also had messages that I've posted on my IG and social media with people telling me they're having the best Christmas they've ever had in six years. Mentally and emotionally, they feel more clear than ever. And that is a win. And those folks are part of the thousands of people who've reached out to Operation Yellow Tape in 2023. When I tell you thousands, for those of you who were at the Operation Health event number two in September, we talked about some of those numbers. There's been thousands of people reach out. Now, do all of them go and get help? No. Do some of them continue to talk about the same things with me? Yes. But a large percentage of them go get help, go find something to make their life better, and report back to me. 
Some of them take pictures of themselves, you know, doing different things, working out, seeing a therapist. It's just, it's just been incredible. So for that reason, um, thank you and keep that coming. I have to tell you though, and I want to start it off with this. Um, I made some notes this time. This Christmas, I was probably had the least amount of focus that I've ever had. And when I tell you that I started the majority of my shopping on Christmas Eve, it's the truth. It's the truth. I ordered one thing online, maybe two, I don't know. I could not get into the mode. And I know, how many times have someone told me this? Just download Amazon on your phone. I know all that. I know how easy it is to put Amazon on your phone, find something, click it, it's on your doorstep. I don't know why I didn't do it. I need to do it. I've just always liked to be out kind of shopping and feeling it and being out there amongst everybody. But I tell you, leading up to this one, and maybe you can relate, I was overwhelmed. I felt extremely emotional. I felt incredibly irritated, sad at times, happy at times. Um, very heavy. Um, I was posting old pictures um, from me and the Virginia Beach Fire Department living in the past. Um, even though those are wonderful pictures with wonderful memories, I found myself going down a rabbit hole uh, one night and just posting picture after picture of me and my friends and the Marine Incident Response Team in Virginia Beach and all this stuff. And it's like, what? Finally, I stood up and I'm like, what am I doing? I found myself worried a lot. I found myself sinking into the expectations that I have to be here. I have to go there. I'm telling y'all, it completely stole. I let it steal. I let my hypervigilance, I let my post-traumatic injury, I let what I'm suffering from take away so many weeks leading up to Christmas. My workouts were not great. It, I had a hard time breaking that. What do I tell you guys? Get sweat equity in. You know, I had a hard time getting that sweat equity. I was slacking. I had every excuse in the world. Well, I got to have my uniform on today. I don't want to change clothes five times. You, you get the point. And then I fell into the worst. I fell into the, I'm not going to be able to get Carly the gifts that maybe she wants, maybe I, I don't get her enough. She's 18 now. What is she expecting? It's very hard when they get to be 18. I know everybody says drop some money in a wallet and drop some money in a card. I, I get that, but I want her to experience a nice gift, something meaningful from dad. But I was having those problems with, with every single body in my life. Like I stood in, in the card aisle and for several people in my life, there wasn't a card to match what I wanted to say, whether it was loving or whether it wasn't. And that's kind of a problem that I need to, to look deeper into. I tell people all the time, if you're standing in the card aisle and you're buying a, a birthday card or, or a, an anniversary card or a Christmas card and you can't find the words because they're too nice, too loving, then something's going on. Anyway, 
I was overthinking everything. I'm talking about everything. And it just really, really, really put a huge uh, wrinkle in the days leading up. I went out on the 20, I guess, third, I guess, for a couple hours and tried to get some shopping done. I knew it was not a good idea. I found myself going down a path of, of anger and irritability and why the line's so long and not why. You know, why are they so long? Because you're shopping two days before Christmas. So I left. I came home and I dove into some of my own advice. I truly looked at the HELP acronym, the launch being the big part of that one. I decided to launch myself into a different direction. And I decided to choose to try to change my attitude. It's about choice. And I did. And I got a good night's sleep. And I got up the next morning. And believe it or not, I finished my Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. I will never let that happen again if I can help it. Ever. Now, maybe I won't be able to help it. But I'm going to try my best to get some stuff done well before well before. Christmas next year. I hope I'm done shopping by July 1st. <sighs> you know, I tell you all this because you're not in this by yourself. The motto of Operation Yellow Tape is there are too many of us to ever feel alone. And if you feel some of these things, know you're not by yourself. And know it's okay to speak it and to say it. And once again, I kind of sit back and I didn't share it with my family. I did share a little bit with Carly, and I do have a, a text message I want to read from her in a little bit about a topic, and it really helped me. Um, but again, when it comes to our mental health and our emotional well-being, you got to tell people how you're feeling. You're just walking around angry and irritated with zero focus, overwhelmed, heavy, sad. I mean, you got to talk to people. And again... Mr. Operation Yellow Tape guy, you know, I'm just like everybody else. Um, I suffer from these these invisible injuries that I don't like to really mention, but I know we have to because I'm talking to you right now. And uh, if it is you, then make 2024 the year you address it. I want to move into... A topic that I talk about, resources. If you look on my Instagram page, I did a video a few weeks ago about calling resources. Why are we so good inside the yellow tape at calling for that second alarm, calling for mutual aid, calling for additional manpower from an engine or an ambulance? You know, we rotate during CPR. We're a team during CPR. If it comes to stopping a bleed, we throw all resources at it. We do all we can. We continue to call for help until the bleed is stopped. There is no road we can't get down. There is no tree we can't cut through. There is no snow too deep. There's no rain too heavy. We're coming. And our team is coming with us. You know, we maintenance these rigs together. We maintenance the ambulances together. We cut the grass at the stations. We do the we clean the bathrooms. We go to the grocery store. We meal prep. We eat together. We clean together. It's a house for a reason. Some folks don't know that. We do everything in that station together. We clean it. We clean the toilets, the floors, the windows. 
We prep meals again. We help each other. God forbid there's a mayday, a firefighter down. We, we're all in it together. There's policy and procedure for that. We throw resources at that. We throw skills at that. We throw people at that until we get them to safety. Everything we do is in a team. And we're taught that from day one, that everything we do is team-related. We're taught it from day one. But outside the yellow tape, once we leave the turnout gear in the locker, once you leave the, the weapon belt in your locker, you take the boots off, no matter what your career, you, you leave Capital One, you leave, you leave your teaching job, you leave your therapist office, once you get outside the yellow tape, you forget about those resources. You truly forget to call help. And we've got to get away from that. We're so good at helping strangers. Strangers. We'll go to the next level at 02.32 in the morning for strangers. Get them all the resources they need. Love them and talk to them like we've never been, never talked to anybody in our lives. But when it comes to us, we don't even love ourselves as hard as we love the strangers in our life. And I find that shocking. However, I've lived it. I did it for 10 years. You know, not everything that you call for help about is mental health related. This podcast isn't just simply because I want to talk about mental health struggles. Yes, that's a huge part of it. First responders, those who love us, those who work with us, those who need us, understanding why may why we may act a certain way at certain times. But you may need to call for help when you have financial problems. Is there a credit card looming over your head that you just need to make a phone call about? It's not going to go away. It's not. If it's $2,000 and they're hounding you, call them and say, I own this. I owe this money. I can't pay the full amount. What payment plan can you take? Get it off of your plate. Relationships, families, the fears you may have, toxic people, physical, emotional, spiritual, retirement, marriage, social. I've said these things. It doesn't always have to be a mental health struggle. It can just be something on your plate, something in your life that you need help with. But we sit back and we don't do it. We sit back and we let Father Time tick. The situation get worse. Our mental, emotional, and physical health get worse. Isolate more and more and do nothing about it. I want to change that, folks. I want to change that with myself. I'm much better at it. I'm much better at it. I want to change it with you. I want us to call for help when it's needed. I want us to ask for support. You know, in 2023, I said, let's be loud and proud. And by proud, I meant proud that you finally stood up. In 2024, I want to say, let's ask for more. More help. More support. Be more for someone else. Maybe you're doing fine. You're that rock somebody needs. 
You know, as we go into 2024, and I think about calling for resources, think about the health, the help acronym with the health, with the educate, with the launch, with the people. How does that play into your life? We have got to do a better job at calling for resources. As you're sitting back right now, whether you're working out, whether you're in your car, I really don't know what um, you're doing, but I want you to think about that. How does that apply to your life? How does the HELP acronym apply to your life? How does calling for resources apply for you in the job that you have? It's simple. It just is difficult to do. Excuse me. You know, I, um, it's no, it's no, um, secret that I struggle with my faith. I think a lot of us do. I don't even like really talking about it. I'm up and down with it. It's all over the place at times. I gravitate towards people who know a lot about it and I try to learn from them and, and, and listen. Got a little bit of bad taste in my mouth from the brick and mortar, so I don't really go to the brick and mortar anymore. I practice my own spirituality in my own certain ways. But I was talking to my daughter about how I was feeling leading up to Christmas. And we got into a conversation about faith. And she is full of it. I'm proud of her. She is the spiritual leader in this family. She, when she prays, she did the blessing at our at our dinner for, for Christmas at my parents' house. And it's like she's talking to her best friend. And that's the conversation her and I got into. I said, you know, I think sometimes I feel so heavy and so... Um, distracted and not focused, maybe I'm doing something wrong with my faith and I'm putting too much pressure on myself. And I want to read to you the text that she sent me because I confided in her. She's 18 now. She goes to college. She's studying psychology. She wants to be a counselor, a therapist. She's going to be amazing. She's going to be amazing. You know, she lost her mom when she was seven years old. She's had a father for a firefighter her whole life. She's going to be able to help so many people through so many things, including the things that she's had to help her own self through. So during my conversation with her, we were talking about faith and how I thought in my mind it it should be. Like you need to be in church every single Sunday. You have to do this. You have to do that. You can't be cursing. You can't do this. And she stopped me. She sent me this text, and I'm going to read it. The the text says, I'm proud of you. I think there's a lot that plays into feeling heavy and upset often. However, personally, because I do try my best to keep faith, I believe that does play a role. It took me a long time to realize that having faith and believing in God doesn't mean that everything goes well that nothing hurts or breaks my heart, or that my life from then on out will be easy, but rather that through all of the things that are hard, hurtful, and frustrating, and upsetting, I still am able to have joy. 
She goes on to say, and dad, you know, having a relationship with Jesus or your faith doesn't have to look holier than thou. It doesn't mean sitting down and reading the entire Bible in a year. It's rather the constant reminder that you have somebody to talk to and who really is working all things out for your good and his glory. The faith part is trusting someone you can't see, tangible, feel, or hear verbally talk back to you. But, she goes on, sorry I lost my place for a minute. She goes on to say, but if you pray in your car or feel yourself getting overwhelmed and facing a setback, just talk out loud to God or even in your head. You also don't have to say anything at all. He knows the words of your heart. So often we as people believe that it's us ourselves who make ourselves stronger and can pull ourselves out of the pain and hardships. And while all that is true, we have to believe in something else higher and stronger than us, or we won't make it. We'll crumble under the pressure. She's 18. She ends it with, all that said, I am proud of you. I'm proud to be your daughter, and I see your pain and struggles as well as your joy and much success. I want you to be happy and feel better. And whatever that looks like, I support and love you. You know, 18 years old. And that was a text I got from her about how I probably need to lean into faith a little bit and how I kind of view it as it needs to be a certain way, talk a certain way. But not until I heard her pray over Christmas dinner like she was talking to her buddy. And she said, I am. I'm talking to my best friend. Anyway, we all have our different views on faith. Um, I know mine is a work in progress. But I wanted to share that with you too in case today, right now, as you're listening to this, your faith is struggling too. And maybe something in her words can help you. Maybe something in that text she sent me that I just read can help you because it sure did help me. It calmed me down. It made me think about a lot, how I was overthinking everything, especially faith. Ladies and gentlemen, OIT 2023 has been a great year. We've had successes. We've had setbacks. We've had major communications with people who were struggling. Over 1,000 people reached out. And like I said earlier, some got the resources they needed. Some have let me know. Some continue to struggle. But we're going to continue to beat this drum. My second Operation Tape event was a major success, September 2nd of 2023, bringing together a major, a major uh, diverse group of people from all occupations and all walks of life. Second event is going to be September 14th of 2024. If that event interests you, uh, go to KennyMitchellJr.com and sign up and get on the list. I also got my first uh, batch of OIT hoodies printed and out. 
Thank you for everyone who did the pre-order. Right now, as I sit here, there is a plane heading over the big pond, heading to the UK. And I think to myself, that is incredible. A journey that started on a tear-stained napkin, that led to a vision, that led to a mission, that led to a movement that I feel now is turning into a culture. There is the Operation Yellow Tape logo and motto, there are too many of us to ever feel alone, packed in some plane heading to the UK. It, it just, it, it, it baffles me sometimes in a good way. Several virtual presentations this year, several keynotes. I really, really am thankful for being out there at the Virginia Firefighters Academy twice, Louisa Fire Department, other local ECCs, multiple businesses. It's been a really good year. We have spread the word. A lot of people have walked up to me afterwards and said, man, I just thought that mental health struggles were for people who had real problems. <sighs> That's part of the stigma. You think you have to have these big, gigantic, real problems. And we have obsessive comparison disorder where we compare our traumas, we compare our issues. It's not like that. I mentioned it before. Is it financial? Is it relationships? Is it a bad marriage? Is it a horrible child custody battle? Is it your child growing up and turning 18 and going off and now you're in this empty nester syndrome and you don't know what to do with yourself? Don't compare traumas. Just use help, educate, launch, and people when you feel something happening to you. And I'm talking to me in this microphone as well. Launching yourself is the most difficult part of getting help. The most difficult part. Because you have to come out of the shadows. You have to drop your shield. People will see that you're not as strong as they thought you were. And that's okay. That's okay because neither are they. Neither are they. <sighs> Folks, I'm going to wrap this one up. I want to thank you for continuing to listen. I want to thank you for continuing to put this in your IG Reel and Facebook Reels. The message is getting out. I appreciate it very much. And I thank each and every one of you for continuing to push the Operation Yellow Tape podcast and the support that you show me and all of us who need this. I often tell people, you are OYC. I'm gearing up for a pretty busy January and February. Don't want to get too big into January yet, but February 7th, I'll be talking to a local ECC here, Emergency Communications Center. I've really decided that you know, emergency communications are going to be a big part of what I do. Yes, I'm talking the fire departments, police departments, graduations, businesses, promotions, companies that want to talk about resiliency and overcoming calm and the chaos, traumas, the HELP acronym. But I just feel those first first responders need more. If you're going to be in the Virginia Beach area on February 24th, I'll be at the Virginia Fire and Rescue Conference delivering two presentations that day, February 24th from 8 a.m. to 9.45 and 10 to 11.45. You can go to my links in my bio 
or you can just go to the uh, Virginia Fire and Rescue Conference IG page to learn more about it. Folks, I can't do this without you. Um, we're, we're making progress. We, uh, we started with a vision, moved into a, a mission, started a, a slow-moving movement, and now what I see is a culture. I was walking around the other day. I think I told you guys this last episode. I saw a person in my OIT shirt. I just looked. That's a culture. The flag on the, on the sleeve, the logo on the front, that there are too many of us on the back. Man, who might need to see that? You never know. When you're standing in line, someone reads it, it might be the very message they need. Folks, I hope you have an amazing New Year's. I want you to go into 2024 strong. I want you to realize that what happened in 2023 is over. It's done. The wins are done as well. The losses are done. The, the Everything that happened in 2023, learn from it, hold your trophy, hold your, your loser sign, whatever happened, happened. It's done. You hear me talk about it a lot. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is too far away. Today is the day. Do not let 2023 define you. Decide right now as you're driving that car, right now as you're working out, right now as you're walking, sitting, listening. I don't know. Right now, 2023, all the good and the bad is in the past. It's hard to do because you remember so much of the bad. You don't always remember all the good. But good and bad, it's gone. It's done. Work harder. Want more in 2024. If your physical workouts were the best ever in 2023, good, but it's done. Want more in 2024. If your mental health and emotional health got better, your spiritual, your social got better, good. It's done. It's done. Congratulations. The trophy goes in a box. You got to want more. You want to level up and get better. And I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. So have a safe New Year's. Here comes 2024. I'm not going anywhere. I told you I was going to stay consistent with these, and I have. This is number six. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And I want to leave you with this. Your life moves in the direction of your strongest thoughts. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about some of your strongest thoughts, some of your strongest actions. What are you thinking about? Because your life truly moves in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Folks, Happy New Year from Operation Yellow Tape. Keep walking with me.